0: Coming at you live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio.
1: Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this first day of classes edition of Bobcat Radio here on the 21st of August. This is your host, Colton Gibson, and today I'm joined by my producer, Kobe Jackson, and co-hosts Presley Davis and Grace Reddick. We have lots of great stuff to cover this morning, including Texas State soccer and volleyball, as well as some interviews with a couple of Texas State football newcomers. But before we get to all of that, let's throw it to Presley for a quick word from our sponsor.
2: Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats. Drinks. Scenic views.
1: Well, we are going to go ahead and get started with the Red Hot Bobcats soccer team who is off to a 2-0 start on their season following a 5-1 victory over the University of Central Arkansas. The five goals in the home match were the highest total since They played Prairie View in 2013, and the eight goals in the first two games is the most since 2004 when they scored 16 goals in their first two opening matches. But, you know, Grace, we could start with you. Um, How does it feel to, you know, be out there on a, a team that's, you know, really going on all cylinders and has had a great start to their season?
3: Man, so good. Um, Just being able to, you know, start racking up those wins, just getting us ready for our uh, the next upcoming games and then getting us ready for our actual season. And I can see like everything's coming together, like our chemistry starting to come together, just um, the way our style of play is coming together. And we're all just super excited for these next coming games.
4: I mean, you, you touched on I mean, the, the games that y'all played against, I mean, McNeese and then obviously uh, Central Arkansas, y'all have been absolutely lights out. Obviously, the comeback win that y'all had against McNeese obviously was very significant. <laughs> but, I mean, I think Central Arkansas really just showed y'all how dominant y'all can be. And y'all have only prevented them for only uh, only one, one, uh, one goal. So, I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, if you're, you know, y'all, if you guys, you know, keep playing like y'all, I think y'all have a really successful season. But as a team overall – uh, you know like we talked about steve holman this is his second year as a head coach for the soccer team i mean he's done a magnificent job so far and he's already gotten off to a great start obviously repeating what y'all did what you guys did last year and going you know two and oh and obviously you know that one tie kind of bites y'all but um but i mean so far it's been off to a great start now i mean just honestly the momentum is with y'all side right now
2: yeah and oh, go ahead i'm so sorry no you go ahead <laughs> <laughs> you know looking at coach holman he's in his second year here and Last season was a great year for him to just come in and really put Texas State soccer on the map. And so now it's like, okay, you have that one year under your belt. Now what can you do this second year? What else are you wanting to do with this program? And really just take these girls as far as you can. So I'm really excited to see what Coach Holman has for this season. And I'm just really excited for Texas State soccer in general. Just all like y'all were saying, off to a great start. And, you know, a 5-1 and one win on Sunday, I mean, you don't see that that often in soccer. Like, that's a great win right there.
3: Exactly. And just the way that Coach Steve thinks, this is just the beginning. He wants more. He wants more wins. He wants the titles. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, that's, of course, our main goal is to get that that uh, conference championship and be able to bring it home. And I feel like we are on the right path. You know, we should just keep this momentum, like you said, and you know, keep scoring goals, keep doing what we need to do, and we'll be Okay.
1: Yeah, I said, you know, eight goals in the first two games. I didn't mention that coming from seven different players, Zoe Jr., the only person that, you know, has put multiple goals up on the table so far, Um, you know, you play McNeese, you play Central Arkansas, maybe not your biggest opponents on the schedule, but now coming up, you get North Texas and UTSA, two in-state rivals, followed by, you know, a Big 12 member in Oklahoma State at the end of the month. What does the preparation look like as the schedule starts to ramp up, you know, before you get into the conference schedule?
3: So definitely what is going to be on the agenda is the speed of play. You maintain a high intense pace and a speed of play. You'll be great. You'll be able to play against anybody, and hang with anybody. Um, so that's definitely going to be on the agenda to keep up and to keep on working on as well as, you know, just that fitness aspect, um, if you are in the other team, it makes the game a whole lot easier. <laughs> so that's for sure. And um, and then also capitalizing on um, every opportunity that you have. It's especially against those harder teams. You only have those few couple chances, and when you have those chances, you make something happen. You get a corner, you score. Hopefully, score, but you do <laughs> something with it. <laughs> so that's really just going to be the the big things that are going to be. Um, necessary to help us get past these next couple opponents.
4: Yeah, you talk about the opponents that you guys have upcoming. You have North Texas and then UTSA and then Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. So obviously you guys have a big – you know, big schedule ahead of you guys. But honestly, the way that you guys progress, obviously last year and then obviously, you know, this, you know, this upcoming season, it's, it seems like the progression for you guys is a bit more positive than negative, you know, and th- there may be any few negatives here and there, you know, maybe a few mistakes and stuff. But honestly, I know Coach Stephen Holman wants to limit those and obviously wants to, you know, try to get you guys back on track. But I mean, so far the soccer team's off to a hot start and hopefully they, they can continue heading on.
1: So you mentioned, you uh UNT, that game will be taking place this Thursday, August 24th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bobcat Soccer Complex, so make sure to go out and watch. Hopefully, you know, extend it to a 3-0 start to the season. Uh, we're going to move on from soccer to Texas State Volleyball, who hasn't officially started their season but went ahead and had a exhibition game against... Um, foe UTSA this past Saturday where they actually had a comeback win. We're down two mm-hmm. to one and came back in one in five sets. Kobe, I know you were at the game.
4: Yeah, so was, you know, what did you notice? It's a different team, some different leaders. You know, who stepped up? Um, I mean, where do I even begin with this? Because honestly, I thought UTSA was about to, you know, run them out of the building, but... The Bobcats in the fourth set absolutely dominated, only scoring. Uh, the final score of that one was 25 to 15. So, I mean, that was very impressive. And obviously, the last set that the Bobcats had, you know, big stepping up is definitely Bailey Hanner for this Bobcat team, and also KJ Johnson as well. As they had, I believe, yeah, Bailey had uh, 15 kills, KJ Johnson had 11 kills on in the ball game. So, I mean, it was it was a phenomenal game. I was able to witness it. It was a good crowd there. I finally got to meet the new Boco, you know the new Boko mascot. So it was a it was a pretty Interesting site, but um, yeah, about the volleyball team, honestly, they're off to a really good start. It's just the one thing I did notice is that there was maybe a little bit of lack of communication, but you know, it's an exhibition game, so obviously, you know, it's not gonna count, but you know, obviously, Coach Heard's gonna look back at this, look at the mistakes, and probably just tell the team, you know, you guys need better communication, and you know, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be easy to fix, but I mean, other than that, it's a good start off for their season.
2: Yeah, and you kind of look at this Texas State volleyball team and you're missing two key players from last year. You don't have Janelle Fitzgerald anymore yep. and Emily DeWalt. But these exhibition games, they're going to give you a good idea of how is this team going to function without those two? Mm-hmm. How are they going to fill in those gaps? You know, he's got some new girls coming in, some returners. So it's like, how are you going to mend together? And like you said, these exhibition games, they don't count. So it's a really good. If you're going to make a mistake, now is the time so you can figure out how to fix it. For when your season starts, so volleyball is going to look a little different this year. But I mean, so far they're looking pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. So can't be too bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's an exhibition game. Um, Coach Hewitt said that this is where you play. The, you know, the sloppy volleyball. It's not the cleanest product out there. <laughs> but now they've gotten it under their belt, and they head into Friday. You know, they've already played a match. They've already gotten the nerves out. So you know, they're ready.
4: Yeah, I mean, just going back to, you know, going back to really how last season ended up, turned out. Obviously, they made it all the way to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Unfortunately, you know, was knocked down in the tournament, but, you know, they had a really really strong season and like Presley you talked about a lot of start, you know, a lot of people were gone like Janelle Fitzgerald and most of those seniors that were on that Bobcat roster last year. So, obviously, they're going to have, you know, big time leadership ahead of them this season. I'm really looking forward to how they're going to play. Obviously, we are going to be broadcasting a couple of games for them this uh this season. So, obviously, we're going to be looking forward to that but going into their next matchup i mean they're going into knoxville tennessee in the tennessee classic i mean you talk about you know star of power like like obviously university of tennessee volunteers and then ut martin those are one of those teams like you really you really want to keep your eyeballs on because i mean they're they're not a team to really you know slack on but you know they can give you a fight but you know obviously steve coach uh, sean here wants to you know be more consistent and you know hopefully they get the first win in the tournament
1: So looking forward to this weekend, you mentioned Tennessee Classic at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Their schedule opens on August 25th with a game against Marist College at 9 a.m. And uh, the Tennessee Volunteers at 5.30 p.m. And then they close it out with a game against UT Martin the following day at 9 a.m. So their season will begin away, but we will definitely be looking forward to them to come back home. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And on the other side of it, we're going to hear from Preston Hatter and Jake Simpson. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to this Monday edition of Bobcat Radio. In the studio with me, I have my producer, Kobe Jackson, and co-hosts Presley Davis and Grace Reddick. This is your host, Colton Gibson. As I said before the break, we have a few interviews that were done by KTSW sports member Asmara that we are going to listen into this morning. Once again, this is freshman quarterback Preston Hatter and freshman tight end
0: Jake Simpson.
5: Okay. All righty. What's, what's your first and last name? Spell it out for me,
0: please. Uh, Jake Simpson. J-A-K-E-S-I-M-P-S-O-N.
5: All righty. And then what does it feel like coming to play your sport at this university level?
0: It feels really good. You know, it's just been a dream of mine and getting here and just like going through fall fall camp and being with all these older guys, you know, just makes me feel like, you know, just love it even more. And it just pushes me even harder.
5: Alrighty. When did you decide you wanted to pursue the sport in a collegiate level?
0: I decided, like, after my junior year, so is my junior summer. Um, I had a really good junior season, and I started uh, started picking up my recruiting, and I just really loved it, and I just fell in love. Like, you know, I found out I could t- take football really far, and I could make more out of it, and I just kept playing. Loved it.
5: What impact do you want to make on this team?
0: Um, I really just want to be a leader as a freshman. Um... You know, I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to just be like normal freshman coming in here and just being quiet, you know, sitting in the background and just being here. You know, I want to make a really a big impact as being just a freshman that can, you know, do his job on the field and show them, like, I'm here for a reason, and we're all here for a reason, just make everybody come together even more. All
5: And then who's your biggest role model or inspiration?
0: My biggest role model is probably my dad. Um, he's taught me so much, everything in my life, really. And I just look to, I look up to him every day. He carries himself really, really highly,
6: and he's just taught me to do that with everything I do
5: already thank you so much thank you have a good day so what is your first and last name and spell it out for me please
6: uh preston hatter p-r-e-s-t-o-n-h-a-t-t-e-r what year are you going into uh, class of 27
5: and then what does it feel like coming to play your sport at this university level?
6: Uh, it feels good. It's crazy coming from high school, playing with older guys, being surrounded by older guys. You can learn from everybody. It's a lot of people to learn from, and it's just been a good experience. But
5: When did you decide you wanted to pursue the sport in the university? Uh,
6: when I was a senior, like the end of my senior. You, can, you, like, can you elaborate? No,
5: you're good, you're good. Uh, when did you decide you wanted to pursue the sport in like, in the collegiate level?
6: Uh, when I was a senior coming out of high school, you know, I always wanted to play D1 football and play for a high school, and I feel like Texas State was a good place for me and a good opportunity for me and my family.
5: What impact do you want to make on this team?
6: Uh, I want to be a leader. I want to be a vocal leader. I want to show everybody that I'm a caring leader, everything I can do, hardworking, just show everything in the classroom, on the field, and just show to everybody so they can do it too and follow.
5: And then last question, uh, who's your biggest role model or who's your inspiration?
6: Uh, my dad and my mom, Them the two people that keep me going. All the sacrifices they made for me to get to this where I'm at. And I just, it's big on them. So, so. All righty. Thank you so much. Thank
5: you.
1: So that was Preston Hatter and Jake Simpson, freshman Texas State football players. And, you know, just taking a look at what they said in their interviews, guys, this is a perfect segue into talking about, you know, the upcoming Texas State football season. There's a different feel, you know, and I say that with caution because every (laughs) year now it feels like you go into the season saying, oh, there's a different feel. This is the year. Maybe maybe this is the year we win six games. But like this, this feels like it's it's the year.
4: Well, I mean, this is—I um, don't think I've ever been so so high for a Texas State football season than I am this year, you know. Because obviously, we did a, our media our media day uh, Bobcat Radio during the summer, and you know we got to interview uh, Nash Nash Jones and obviously Coach Kenny for uh, the Bobcats during Media Day, and obviously they they are determined to you know to win because like we talked about, obviously. You know, Coach Kenny coming from you know Incarnate Word, Incarnate Word after an unbelievable season with them last year, uh, last season, almost making it to the FCS national championship. But I mean, people forget that he brought play. he brought you know his coaching staff from Incarnate Word, pretty much almost every single one of them, I believe, on the offensive side of the ball. And then obviously, you know, ten recruit, you know, obviously ten recruits that came from Incarnate Word as well. So obviously, there's I think there's more level of intensity this season than you know obviously when Jake Spavital was was coaching as well. So I mean. You know, this is going to be a fun. This is going to be a fun rocking, rocking year for the Bobcats. I think we're obviously their two opening games are going to be tough ones. Obviously against Baylor, who played them, you know, in you know previous years, and then our i thirty five rival in UTSA. So I mean, we're in for we're in for a ride.
2: I mean, if you think back to like January, February of this year, GJ just got into the job here, and I mean right away you're seeing him new sign, new committed, like just. Guys from all over Texas just coming in with him. And, you know, he started to take back Texas. And it's like I'm really – personally me, I'm really excited to see all these guys I've seen commit to Texas State with GJ. I'm excited to see them on the field and see what they can do with this. And, you know, when you think perspective about it, we had our meeting the other day with um, Chris Coots. And he asked us all, do you all feel different about this football season? Mm -hmm. And, like, we were all like, yes. Like, there's just something different And it's like, I think the whole school probably feels that way. You just, it's a fresh start. And so far they're giving us hope that they are going to go out there and do what they need to do. And, you know, hopefully get that six games. Cause I think Mm -hmm. that's all anyone wants right now. And it's like, if you go further, that's even better, but Mm -hmm. it's just, the season's going to be a really exciting one. And hopefully the Bobcats are able to just push through and there's going to be kinks. It's a new coach, new coaching staff. A lot of new players, mm-hmm. but you know what? Like
3: this might be a Cinderella year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I've always loved football, and then like I see us becoming a football school. Okay, hey, don't don't look at me crazy, but I mean, I feel like we are really going to get everything together, and the team that Coach Kenny is building is going to be one that is going to be remembered. And I'm just I'm I'm just saying it uh, like a year from now, y'all could be like, oh my gosh, Grace, oh you jinxed us. But I'm putting it out there. I'm super excited for this upcoming season for them.
4: Yeah, and you make a you know great point, Preston. You made a great point about the new culture that it is for this mm-hmm. season because I think uh, what a lot of people. I think what people were missing last year is the fact that really the Bobcats really weren't known or still really wasn't known for football. And honestly, they haven't been really known for football really since, you know, the 90s. And then, you know, obviously 2008 was their last, you know, really great season. So, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think there's something there. I don't you know, that's an interesting question. Like what is it that is you know making us? really hope, you know, really hope for this team this year. Cause obviously last year we were kind of kind of up and down with them last year, this year, it's almost like, you know, there's just a new energy, a new, you know, sort new source for this Bobcat, you know, football team. And honestly, I think it's big. Be- I honestly think it's maybe because of the new coaching, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but I mean, you know, cause you know, I've talked to, you know, my friends, you know, my friends and stuff. And they've all told me the same thing. Like, yeah, man, I think, you know, Bobcats are going to really do something this year. I'm like, You know, we, you might, you might be right, you know, but like I said, you know, college football starts next week you know, we still got one week to go. Obviously players going to be still having practice two a days. I know two days have been going on. So everybody's been kind of taking naps in the locker room and stuff to get ready. (laughs) But, um, I mean, yeah, this is going to be a a really interesting season. And obviously, you know, Baylor's the the first stepping stone.
2: Yeah. And I definitely think one of the biggest things about this new culture of Texas state football is coach Kenny, Mm -hmm. you know, you see him. If Texas State has an event, odds are he is going to be there. <laughs> he's really making himself, like, well-known, well known. just a friendly mm-hmm. face around campus. And to me, that's a big part of it is if you want people to support your team, you have to go and support them where they're in their environment. And so I think it really does have, it goes down to Coach Kinney and what he's doing around San Marcos and what mm-hmm. he's doing for Texas State. And I mean, that's the way to get people to just come and support you and back you and that'll just help the team even more whenever they see their friends and their family supporting. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it all just kind of helps everything.
1: So you mentioned Baylor, um, lots of excitement building up about that game, but you will have to wait just a little bit longer (laughs) until Saturday, September 2nd at 6 p.m. when the Texas state football team will travel to Waco where they lost 42 to seven last year, trying to at least make it, you know, a little more interesting. We'll see what happens though. Um, so we're going to wrap up Texas state sports and get into a little bit of national sports. Ooh. I'm going to start with the NFL, you know, preseason is about halfway through. Um, you know, people are starting to talk about when is the fantasy football draft? You know, do we want to talk about injuries or, so I, I just want to see, you know, look at your favorite team, whoever they are, two preseason games, except for like the Ravens and commanders play their <laughs> second game tonight. Um, so two preseason games for every team. Who has been that that standout that you know you might not have expected on you know
4: some of your favorite teams? What are you looking forward to? Well, uh, first of all, Colton, I'm <laughs> so sorry the fact that your Bills lost to my team, my Steelers. So um, I just want to get that out of the way. But I mean. I think the Steelers look really good this season. Obviously, they had a really amazing draft. They have everybody back healthy with you know TJ Watt and obviously Cam Hayward. And finally, we made the decision finally to start Kenny Pickett. Thank you God because <laughs> M- Mitchell Drabisky wasn't the answer. I'm sorry, and sure, and sure enough, Mason Rudolph wasn't gonna be the answer either. So, but I mean, I'm so happy we have everybody back. Obviously, George Pickens has been an absolute stud this preseason, and he's probably gonna be the number one receiver this uh, this upcoming season. I'm gonna call it right now. I think he's going to. I, Honestly, if Kenny Pickett plays the way he is, I think Kenny Kenny George Pickens will lead the league in receiving yards this year. I'm gonna call it right now. But you know, prove me wrong.
2: Are you trying so, to be like Joey? And just no. predict
4: things. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Joey's really good at that. I can't, I can't, I can't compare myself <laughs> to Joey at no. all. But I mean, as far as preseason goes, you know, Steelers look good and um the Jets look absolutely really nice. I hate to admit that because <laughs> I'm not big on, I mean, obviously, New York teams are very dedicated, or New York are very dedicated to their teams. So, but I'm going to say the Jets look absolutely nice this year. Obviously, you know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers, and for those who have seen hard knocks, it's, it's unbelievable. Like there's a new culture in New York because obviously you got the Giants with their big move and signing Darren Waller in a trade. And then obviously now Aaron Rodgers with the jets with a young receiving core and a very, very solid defense. I mean, Hey, jets might be a sleeper to watch this season.
2: You know, I never thought I'd see Aaron Rodgers actually make the move. Like when it was announced, I was like, no way, (laughs) like there's no way. But NFL preseason so weird to me.
4: Why? (laughs) It's just
2: like, I feel like it's never really lined up with, how the regular season goes. Like, you have some teams that they're just awesome in preseason and then they get to regular season and they're like, oh, well, now we play actual football. <laughs> you know, like, it's so hard to judge NFL preseason because you never know. Like, to me, it just doesn't feel like it's a good thing to base the regular season off of. And especially when you think about fantasy, oh boy. it's like, oh, gosh, I don't even know, like, <laughs> who I want. Because, okay, yeah, they did good in preseason, but what are they going to do in week two for me? Mm-hmm. You know, At so <laughs> it's like... And it's just it's a weird concept for me just to be able to predict what's gonna happen. But unfortunately, the Cowboys haven't been doing all that great in preseason. But, you know, like I said, it doesn't always line up. So it's okay. We haven't started anybody, but I don't know if y'all have seen Deuce Vaughn.
4: That's a bad yes. man. That right dude, there. oh yes, my god, I'm yes, so yes. excited
2: for him. He's five, 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 six, maybe. And God, he's just getting through like nobody's business. And so those are exciting to see. I've enjoyed watching him this preseason. And, you know, that that move with Ezekiel Elliott over at the Patriots now. Uh, so it's like
4: that's okay. not I mean, I don't think that was a smart move. I'm not going
2: to lie. I thought the Cowboys were going to wait to the last minute and to take him, him back. And I was like, oh, nah, so when nah. he got signed, I was like, thank God, because I was nah. worried.
4: But I think Macar- Mar- uh, I think he- McCarthy was smart enough. Like, nah, Zeke's not productive like no. he was. So, but
2: you but, you know I mean, what?
4: make way for Deuce.
2: Yeah, man. make way for Deuce because that man is ready to get going. So, but, yeah, I'm excited.
3: Okay, I, my personal favorite is has to be the 49ers. We're coming around. I know we had a really bad loss against the Raiders. We don't talk about
4: rivalries in here. Hey, (laughs) hey,
3: hey, hey. hey. That's my team. And, uh, yeah, like I said, that really bad loss against the Raiders. But, hey, you know, this is the time when we get our stuff together. You know, we have an upcoming game against the Chargers. That should be interesting. Um, So, you know, we're still figuring some stuff out, you know, trying a couple new people. And then I guarantee, you know, first week, Gonna be that team. Gonna have to watch out for. Us, so mark my words. So
4: you're putting all your faith in Brock Purdy?
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> for life.
4: Why not? <laughs> Dude,
1: exactly. I have like, faith in Brock Purdy. Exactly. And I'm not even a fan.
3: <laughs> that's how like, you know.
1: I, I feel like Brock Purdy is the type of guy that you just like want to see do well. Like yes. you're just yes. start, like rooting just for a him. Great guy. He's a
3: likable guy. <laughs> exactly.
1: Fair like enough. you can't go
4: wrong. He's a
3: man of the people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: that's perfect.
4: <laughs> Sounds like the Rock right there. <laughs>
3: I agree.
4: <laughs> um,
1: so looking at looking at my bills, um, obviously you know kind of you know, lost to the the Steelers, but you Whoop. know like, like Presley was saying, um, <laughs> you know like I bet Kenny Pickett probably threw like three passes in that game, so it's not even. Hey, that's all they Mitch need. Ms. Trubisky <laughs> led that's the team in passing. Uh, um, but but looking looking at the uh, the Bills' biggest addition, I feel like is Dalton Kincaid, the
4: mm-hmm. um,
1: tight yeah. out of Utah. Um, kind of having double barrel tight ends two big six four tight ends and Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox well, I right. hope they use both of them. I think it works. Well mm-hmm. um, Very excited about that and also even though I've kind of withdrawn my my fandom from the Texans I feel like being from Houston. It's criminal to not mention tank Dell right now um, Been had some phenomenal catches in the preseason uh, U of H product hometown boy at least through college nights from Florida. So, um, (laughs) but Tank Dell has been really exciting too. I'm, you know, excited to see how they do as well. Um, You know, being that the Texans were my favorite team for, you know, many years. I'm excited to see what they do and I hope they do well. It'll be exciting for there to be, you know, good football being played in Houston again. Um, But moving on from the NFL, still a couple weeks till that season actually kicks off. We're going to take a look at the MLB playoff picture. Um, you know, I was nervous about doing this with you and here, Presley, but <laughs> no, since no, since no, the no, Rangers me. have also lost four in a row, I don't feel that bad. Well, well, yeah, that's, that's bad how either. I
2: feel, too. I was like, OK, we could talk about this because, you know, all the Texas teams had a really bad weekend. So it's OK. It's OK. We you look at
1: the Rangers swept by the Brewers, God. Astros swept, swept by, by the Mariners. Mariners. And honestly, the most interesting thing about all of this is not the astros and the rangers stayed two and a half apart but seattle is now only a half game back of the astros Yay. and only three games back of the rangers so you know this is definitely going to be the craziest division you look around um tampa bay is trailing baltimore by three games the central the twins are up to six games ahead atlanta it was never even a question the dodgers have turned it into not really being a question no. being 11 and a half ahead of the giants now and then the NL Central, um, the Cubs, and the Reds are, you know, three and four games back of the Brewers, respectively. I have no idea what's
4: going to happen. Um, yeah, no. It is it is wild in the MLB right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do I even start with this? I mean, the Astros game swept this past, this past weekend. That was heartbreaking because I thought they were going to win yesterday's game, but apparently not. But I was even more happier that the Rangers lost. I feel like
2: that's how Astros and Rangers fans. Like, if we both lose... It's a new day. It's
4: okay. It's (laughs) okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, a lot of us here on the KTSW sports staff are split down the middle between the Astros and the Rangers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're in for a wild ride in the American League. And I know National League, I think we're pretty much, it's pretty much set for the most part as far as National League goes. But, I mean, American League, we are going to have interesting, interesting turnarounds. I feel like it's going to go down to game, it's going to be like game 163. (laughs) <laughs> when like there's gonna be when there has to be a tiebreaker in order for you to get in the wild card game, I think that's it's gonna be that type of that type of uh season ending drama, I think.
2: So are y'all saying it's been a crazy year so far because the Rangers are winning? Is that why it's crazy? I'm just asking.
4: Uh is that towards more as you being a Rangers <laughs> fan or just a No, fan? I will
2: say it is crazy that we are winning. I will be the first to say that. And I don't if you listened to us last year. You probably heard Joey Gonzalez. Tell me, nah, your Rangers, man, they're gonna get up on it this year. Give them like two years to a World series, and I was like, Joey, I need five to ten years. He for this. is like,
4: <laughs> I swear, he's like the ultimate like predictor. Yes, I'm serious, man, because he predicted UConn to be in the national championship, yeah. and I'm like, this dude here. And then that's crazy. <laughs> all summer
2: we were in first, and I was like, I don't want to text Joey and be like, you were right. But I was like, crap. As soon
1: as you do, that'll be the day. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, you
2: know, Rangers, I mean, their biggest thing was they went and got pitching. And I like, see what that does to a team?
4: I mean, plus you got, you know, one of the best, you know, shortstops in uh, Corey Seager. So, I mean, that kind of.
2: When he's healthy,
4: When he's healthy. Yeah. When he's I mean,
2: healthy, that's the that's and, the thing. And then is, y'all
4: snag a role as Chapman, who's been absolutely oh, lights out dude, this this season. I went
2: to a game and he came in, and when I tell you, I was terrified. For my, I was sitting in outfield, and I was like, this man could literally come up here and kill me. He was huge, and when he strikes someone out, he just stares at him, and I'm like, oh my I could not get up there that is and take an at bat statements. against him. Oh, he's terrified. Like imagine getting hit by a 102 fastball.
4: Okay. Like, I've, been hit, you, I've been hit with a bat fastball before. It does hurt. But it's like,
2: why. God, that two. dude is scary. But, you know.
4: It was like 90, yeah. 90 yeah. miles yeah. per hour.
2: Yeah. I know that. That's so hurt. <laughs> but-
4: so just
1: about 40 games left in the MLB season. And we are going to start wrapping up for the day. But before we get out of here, Kobe, let's get a little check-in on the weather. I know it's hot, but yeah. anything
4: special? Well, I mean... Yeah, it's going to continue to be hot. It's currently 97 degrees outside. It's going to be a high of 102. It was a low of 77 earlier this morning. And then going ahead and doing Tuesday's broadcast, a little bit, a little bit less uh, warmer. It's going to be a low of 78 and a high of 97 for tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be pretty cloudy today. I mean, obviously, sun's going to be out, but obviously, humidity obviously, take, obviously takes factors in that. So, uh, you know, it's a nice little day, obviously, for walking and, you know, enjoying your first day of of class. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, that is all of our time for today, but make sure to keep up with everything Texas state and San Marcos related by following us at KTSW sports on all social media platforms for Kobe Jackson, Presley, Davis, and Grace Reddick. I'm Colton Gibson. Thank you for listening to this Monday's edition of Bobcat radio. Have a great first day of classes and a great start to your year for now. Let's get you back to the other side of radio.